Peace and love, everyone. I'm back with another matcha meetup. <laughs> Just waiting on my co-host, Liz. There she is. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Let's see. Phenomenal to be Phenomenal. here. Phenomenal. Quite right. Hmm. Have to shift a little bit. <laughs> well, no, um, excuse me if y'all see me eating because I have this glorious sushi. <laughs> We and it's like, so you know, <laughs> we are not mad at it. That sounds really good right now. A little jelly, but we'll live. We'll live. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, a nice iced matcha. I'm doing. It's warm, but it's not like super hot. And I use coconut milk this time. You know, mm. I'm here for the different plant milks. So, mm -hmm. coconut milk, it actually makes it really sweet and light. And I like mm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for the win. Matcha for the win. Matcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now, welcome. Yes, Wel yes. Welcome. Yes. So, today, our topic will be first love. So we're going to be talking about our first love, how that has affected us, how that has shifted our perspective on future love, and all those things. Like, is it's definitely something that should be talked about more, and so I'm glad that we're bringing this topic to the forefront. So, yeah, yeah, let's let's jump right into it. The connection was loaded for you a little bit. Ooh, ooh. I think we're back. We're back. Okay. Okay. I'm sure it's good. But um, I guess I'll start with the disclaimer. Yes, please. So, yeah, let's start with the disclaimer. Y'all probably already know it by heart at this point. I mean, you should. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, let's mm -hmm. get in. Okay. So, this is a conversation in a safe space that represents our mindsets, opinions, beliefs, and perspectives of the world as we view it right now with new information that is subject to change so with that being said let's get into it yes let's get into it so, oh and <laughs> wait um, introduce at least introduce yourself real quick i mean okay. you know it at this point but just you know yes yes peace everyone my name is gabrielle or Gabby on the medias on Glowgetter Gab and I love to do affirmations, meditation, yoga, and all that good stuff. So that's really what my page is about. And you all could check out my affirmation podcast, Glowgetter Affirmations. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's obviously Lizzie here, your favorite online esthetician. 
And if you know me, your favorite uh, real life esthetician. Um, <laughs> we just got done uh, doing some facials today. So yes, if you're in the Huntsville area, I'll still be here um, towards the evening. So, you know, let me know. Um, and yeah, like pretty much I, you know, everything aesthetics, everything dealing with aesthetics. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's obviously Lizzie over there. Um, yeah, pretty much it's obviously Lizzie on all platforms because it's obviously Lizzie. So, you know, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> but no, so now we already gave y'all the disclaimer. So let's get into it. Gabby, you're hosting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you. Okay. Okay. So my first love, like, let me like run you through like everything. So just existing here on this it did it did yeah now is it a little better a little bit better okay better yeah okay good good so i met my first love like zero three, five, I really, I was really young. So I'm not necessarily sure exactly when, like what age. However, we started liking each other and all that through, I was 11, 12, before high school. Mm -hmm. And it was just a, a beautiful experience. And it, young love, very young love and like understanding loving myself and then imparting love to somebody else who wasn't my family. I think I've, and that's something that I wanted to talk about today was just like the difference between different types of love. So you have your family love, your brother love, sister love, your parents love. However, when you love someone in a way that's like romantic or yeah, romantic and all that, like that's completely different. Mm -hmm. however it could stem from the same point so like that friendship type of love and I feel like my first love was a really fr friendship type of love since I was so young and and ro and romance it was just like okay we were getting there but not to that full blown grown romance clearly and so it definitely was a roller coaster and it's crazy to talk about it because it's like we re recently reconnected, and so that's really nice in being being an adult now. And so that has actually like shifted the way that I view the way that I view going and experiencing people from my childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, like at first, like I would always want to run away from that. It's like oh, all these people who know me, <laughs> but. At, then it's just like, like, let me be open to it and it'll help me heal what I want to see from my childhood. Mm -hmm. So heal that, heal that childhood trauma, that childhood, like love all these different things. And so reconnecting with all my childhood friends recently has just been very healing for me. And so that's really where my first love stemmed from. How about you? Um... First off, yeah, your connection, it's, it cut out one more time, but I think we're good. I think it's just going in and out. Yeah. But I think we're good. I mean, I heard most of everything that you just said. Okay. So I don't need like a, you know, another, I'm just saying it for the people. I see it, you know, we all see it. 
Yeah. I, I think we're back at it. But um, the thing is, the whole time you're talking, I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about. <laughs> it's like the fact that it's like, you know, we're sisters and I'm, trying, I'm thinking like, dang, the first love that I thought she was going to say is not the person that she right. talked about. <laughs> anyway whatever but um for me my first love I met him when I was 15 uh yeah 15 um and you know instantly like he would love to say that oh like when he tried to come up and talk to me that I was ignoring him but I I wasn't like I I don't think that he really can't like because I don't remember our initial conversation, the mm -hmm. one that say that how we met, mm -hmm. or how he approached me or try to, you know, spit game or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we met at 15, or I was 15. And um, to be honest, I think that my connection with him lasted a lot longer than it needed to be, um, to be honest. Uh, yeah, we can dive into that a little bit later, but I'm just giving y'all a preface. Um, yeah, I to think that 15-year-old Lizzie would, you know, think that she would ever love someone or love someone differently. Um, I, I, if you told me that, I, I would be like, no, like there's no way, because I really felt like this was it on that that kind of thing, right? And I feel like um, a lot of people would talk about, you know, high school sweethearts and stuff like that. Um, you know, to preface, I was 15, so I was a sophomore in high school Yeah. when I met him. So, you know, I, I've always been into romance and I've always been into, you know, movies and stuff like that. Like the very dramatic, yeah. you know, huge scenes of, you know, uh, yeah. de declarations of love. I've been mm -hmm. really into that. And so I can see how the, a part of that shapes, you know, the way that I view love a lot of the time. So, yeah, to answer your question, um, you know, that I think, yeah, we'll, we'll start there. I, the, con the connection lasted a little too long. We yeah. do it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you feel like different interactions or connections with people read different types of love because like when I was thinking about like what to talk about with first loves it's like I feel like I've had multiple because there's different dimensions of what love is mm. you know and so it's just like when I'm talking about my first love this is like the first person that I've ever liked in this entire world and however it's just like mm -hmm. was it as deep as love that I'm experiencing right now in my life no but it was it was just at that point like that's what love was to me and so then as moving on it's like okay like love is more things love can be friendship love can be romance it can be trusting it can be like connection and like deep understanding of someone else's soul like on that type of level and so it's just like there's so to me it's just like there's never necessarily first last middle and all that it's just like soul connections between human beings 
and everything is so different. Like every single relationship is so different. Even like relationships, even friendships too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it's be- it's beautiful to understand and see now looking back at it. And obviously like wishing I had the foresight <laughs> to even understand like the scope of what love really is. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I'm still understanding that. Mm-hmm. I think it's so deep in that that feeling, that emotion, that principle, that like everything that love embodies and encompasses, I think it's a lifetime of learning that. But like, I always thought that it would be someone outside of myself. And now I'm understanding that like my truest first love, it has to be me. Mm. You know, like on that type of, on that type of level, like ultimately. I I definitely understand what you're saying and I get mm-hmm. what, I get what you're saying, excuse me. I get what you're saying. Um I think more so when I think of first love, I think mm-hmm. the you know the first type the first the first experience that I've had with somebody else mm-hmm. where it's beyond friendship and I know yeah. that it's beyond friendship. Yeah. Beyond the fact that, you know, beyond the fact that oh yeah, I like spending time with you. Yeah another aspect of it too because obviously i mean i'm speak for myself obviously being sexually attracted to them too there's yeah. that yeah we're experiencing love so that's where i see you know my first love but i i completely understand that your first love um should be yourself because you know how can you love somebody else if you don't love yourself yeah. and you know it's an ongoing it's it's going to be an ongoing journey an ongoing process but at the same time, um, looking back, would you, if you ask 15 year old Lizzie that question, she probably would be like, what are you talking about? Like, what what do you mean? Like, I think he's cute. I like the way he dresses. I mean, that's honestly, that was really the only criteria for, for honestly, for, um, yeah, like a, a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about first love being first love was not my first boyfriend. So yeah, not I like, you know, first boyfriend, that's like middle school stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, he's my boyfriend or she's my girlfriend, like that kind of thing. That's what I see it as. But mm-hmm. first love where it's like, you know, um, yeah, I was a little bit older and a little bit more like, yeah. Like, let's talk about the future. Or let's talk about, you know, yeah, to go in life, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so thank you for that distinction. So, okay, then with that definition, that means my first love was truly college. Okay, so yeah, that's with, like, yeah, it was truly college. Yeah, my college boyfriend, he definitely yeah like loved him to the moon and back and wanted to marry him so much and all this stuff and it's just like shifting who I was and him shifting who he was that kind of shifted us apart but it was all still love there Mm. but it was just like the concept of like what life is and like what different things that I would want out of it we were just not seeing eye to eye with that and so with that, like, that was probably the hardest, the hardest breakup. So with that, yeah, that was some deep, some deep, like, deep love. Like, the love that we were talking about with that, the, th- the three, 
the oh, intimacy triangle. the triangle yes yes yeah yeah so that that type of love definitely mm -hmm. definitely college it, it was really friendship type of love which i consider my first love would would be like when i was like 11 12 mm. that childhood love because mm. it's just so pure like that childhood love it's just like yo like i really resonate with you I really like you. I want to be around you. Let's play games. You know, like to me, like that yeah. is like love. And I like that. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like, to me, looking at that, it's like, I genuinely felt love, even if I didn't even know how to like put that into words, mm. but understanding that more and going through life, then college would be that, that real, like that encompassing love where we're yeah. just like, whoa, like this definitely could be my husband, but am I ready to be a wife? And all those, like all that type of thing. And so that which is causing a lot of friction. And so we had to move move from that space together, but it's, it's still love, it's still love now, but we don't speak and I would still be open to speaking to him. But yeah, I think it's definitely a learning experience. I look at the relationships that I've had with friends, with romance and all that stuff as like a deeper relationship with myself because I think all these people have taught me something. Mm. And so with that, what what do you think was a primary lesson that your first love taught you? Um, I wish I could say that I feel like I learned this lesson. Okay. I mean, it taught me a lot of lessons, but <laughs> took me a few moments to learn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I would say one of the biggest things is like just if somebody, you know, if somebody doesn't essentially choose you, like it's it's not like it's okay. You know what I mean? Like it's truthfully it's okay. Like it's like sometimes, you know, we project how much we like somebody or how we planned out our future with them or whatever we saw and if that's not aligning or they're not thinking the same thing then it's like like okay cool like you know what do you really want somebody to be around you that almost seemed like you took like you're keeping them there you know yeah, what I like almost forced yeah mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's the other thing and I think um the other aspect the other lesson that I could definitely say is the amount of time that you've been with somebody does not equal the quality of the relationship. I'm sorry. You can say that again. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I can say it again and again. <laughs> the quality, what did I say? The time, the amount of time that you've been with somebody does not equal the quality of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, you know, I, I met him at 15. Um, to be honest, I stopped talking to him completely probably 18 or not or 19 I was 19 or 18 I have to really do the math but that was way too long because there was too many things that happened in between yeah. that showed me where it's like you you don't need this person around like you just don't like mm -hmm. and I think um well what and I'm not gonna say I'm not sitting here and saying that he was the, he was the problem please do not misconstrue that I yeah. was immature with a lot of ways that I dealt with the situation um, and definitely with um, 
literally I yeah with with different arguments with different you know issues I personally don't like the way that I dealt with certain things mm-hmm. with that but this mosh is really like <laughs> <laughs> but um also with that being said mm-hmm. um I think that Dang, I lost my thought. I think the matcha threw me off. So, so okay. that the quantity versus the quality of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh. like, with the interactions that you all had. Yeah. How you really, it, 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 like I said in the beginning, the connection did not need to last that long. Yeah. And honestly, um, yeah, I just. I was holding, I think I I was holding on to this idea where it's like, oh, I want to be with my first love. Like, low-key, as long, like, honestly, just for the flex. That sounds so weird and so, like, you know, but honestly, just the fact that, yo, like, I've met this person at 15, and, you know, we're still together at this point. Or we've, we've, like, because you honestly, at that point, I could definitely say I I grew up in that space. And I even, like, grew up in a space um, from when I stopped talking to him. And obviously, I've grown since then. But at that point, different aspects and being in high school and dating him, I think that, yeah, there was a, a couple of different points where I'm like, yeah, like, these are pivotal, you know, moments in my life. Um, but, and I think a lo- another thing that I I did where I would, you know, we stopped talking, we would stop talking, um, you know, we were broken up or whatever, kind of went in the space of, you know, Oh, we're we're broken up, but you know, still dealing. But we're we're broken up. Whatever you know, and yeah, literally, yeah. whatever you want to call it, whatever, <laughs> yeah. wasting time, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, and um, I would kind of get in this phase of like rushing the fact that wow, like I really felt like I found my person because every single time we would stop talking and then get you know, start talking again, the mm-hmm. conversation would be so effortless, like mm-hmm. be so effortless and so funny. And so like, wow, like we're really on that same, you know, which yeah. we were in a certain, in a certain aspect, in a certain area, yeah. but not with everything. And also it's kind of like at that point, yeah, I, I would forgive the different things that he did or, you know, the different, uh, the different issues. But honestly, I would, I would honestly, I forget because it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter to me anymore on my everyday life. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be tripping about this dude who did, you know, X, Y, and Z to me, mm-hmm. but, or, you know, where, where, yeah. And I think honestly, I, I just don't think he was in the space of um, trying to be in a serious relationship, which to be yeah. honest, I didn't understand what a serious relationship was, but yeah, but in the space <laughs> of, I, he didn't want to be serious about one person. And at the time, that's what I wanted. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like what you said about that that quantity of time versus in the quality of relationship or quality of connection. And mm-hmm. so, so often we'll misconstrue that. Mm. Like, whoa, like we've been together two years or I've known him my whole entire life. And it's just like, but like, have you grown during that time? Is this person a conduit for your growth, your evolution? 
and in a positive way and or are you all too codependent and like basically dish like destroying yeah. each other's future just by being together in the present mm-hmm. and that is something that especially with younger relationships that's something that often a lot of us have to come to terms with and it's like yo like do i really do i really want this and are we really good for each other at this moment in time mm-hmm. because sometimes it's it's timing and sometimes it's like yeah sometimes it's timing sometimes it's actual communication sometimes it's okay someone else is getting in their own way and they're projecting this onto you and often i'm understanding that it's like what people do in a relationship or in a conversation it really reflects on them so it's like if they feel like they need to look around and do different things like that's insecurity within themselves but it's just like when you're younger and this is the first time you're having all these emotions and all these feelings, like you're taking everything personally, you know, like, like, yo, this person must not like me or they must not think I'm pretty or compared to this girl and this and that. And it's like, it's like, like, whoa, like, whoa, he may be struggling with different things too and doesn't know how to communicate that. And I think like that just goes into a deeper a deeper situation where it's just like understanding yourself before you can even intentionally understand someone else. Mm-hmm. And that has, I don't think that ever came up in conversation or growing up. I don't think we've ever like spoke about that. I've never heard an adult talk about that, mm-hmm. that self love before you love and give a part of yourself to someone else. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's so important. It's so important to think of that. Um, Ooh. I want. Go ahead. Go ahead. If it, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I you know. I just wanted to bring up mm-hmm. a story and see, um, or something that I thought of where mm-hmm. I felt like because of this, pretty much everything that I heard about men mm-hmm. and guys and and boys and all of it, like how boys only want one thing, or you know, guys just want uh, you know, this or They'll do anything to do that. You know, whatever the case was, I feel like that was playing in the back of my head throughout our relationship, Mm -hmm. which made me think like different things that he did where it's like, oh, well, you know, but guys are like that. Or maybe it's not that big of a deal. Like literally giving passes to him just, just because of what I heard how guys are. You know, and I hadn't had that sort of experience to be around, you know, a certain amount of guys or talk to different guys or whatever, you know, just get to know um, different men and different types of men. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was the aspect of it kind of made me excuse some of the behaviors that he did mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, well, this is how guys are. And to the point where it's like, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty messed up as far as what certain things that like I I feel like I tolerated yeah um, because of that and you know thinking back on it's like yeah I could think back on it and see it but at the time I you know I didn't really understand I was kind of just like well you know you just hear like this is how guys are our guys will, will do that guys will do this and you know yeah yeah so, I, so with that point just how you were fed those those different beliefs whether they're true or not just like blanket statements generalizing all men or all boys he probably got that too 
Mm. This is mu- this must be something that I must want. I I have to look for for sex. That's something that that girls want from me. This and that. And so, like from that perspective, it's like he's been put in a box too. And when I say he, I mean like boys in general, black boys especially. And so it's just like being put in a box of that. So then there's an expectation of that, and then girls that you're dealing with expect you to be that so yeah it's just like okay then let me just do that because this is what boys do mm. and so we just really have to switch the entire narrative on both sides you know and it seems like it's stemming from family which i think is really interesting like those same different patterns and those di- di- those different conversations that multiple people are saying that they've heard when they were little so that in that just impedes on your interactions instead of it being just purely whoa like i act like this just because this is me and you're authentically you and that's you instead of looking at you as some general oh all girls are like this Mm -hmm. or you looking at him oh all boys are like this and it's just like but you all are individuals like like why don't we embrace that and so I just wanted to point that out because it just seems like it's a pervasive issue, in, especially in our community. And it's like, we have to change the way that we're, we're speaking and, and creating those expectations, especially mm-hmm. as children and, and high schoolers and all that stuff. And it's just like, that helps, that helps perpetuate something that's negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though the people who probably are saying all that they are well-meaning you know they're trying to protect you but it's just like let's take a step back because what are you trying to protect from are these limiting beliefs that you held on to and now you're just putting on another child that they're going to grow up with and it's just like there's just continuous cycles and like it doesn't do anyone any good yeah yeah so it's just interesting to hear that from you because you're not the first person (laughs) To feel like that. That where, honestly, I'm going I'm to just be honest. Mm-hmm. Speaking to this, like, he he lied about the things that we were doing. Mm-hmm. Or what we did. Mm-hmm. Like, he lied about that. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, you know, to look whatever in front of his peers or whatever. And yeah. it got back to me. And I just think that's kind of, it's kind of crazy to think, like, wow, that's so ingrained where you really feel like you have to show up or, you know, boost up because that it deals directly with your manhood and how you are viewed among other men. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, that pressure to have to be out of your character, lie and, and bring someone else into that when it's just like, instead of being authentically you and it's just like giving your, like, giving yourself away or sharing a a physical space with somebody does not have to be rushed into Mm. and it doesn't have to be used as bragging rights or glorified in that type of way but more so it should be sanctified Mm. and that is just that as children and as high schoolers especially with that peer pressure and all that you're hearing so many things from either your parents from your peers it's like, I, I genuinely see why he felt the need to lie. Like, I, I do. Not saying that that's right, but I yeah. understand why. 
Yeah. Because it's just like, you don't want to, you don't want to be an outsider. Mm. A lot of people don't want to be an outsider. A lot of people don't want to be so the young person doing something. Exactly. Exactly. So young, where it's like, literally, this mm-hmm. is, high school is really all about fitting in and who's popular. That's really anybody cares about. That's really all that anyone cares about at that time. Yeah. To be honest, like you just want, you're making a bunch of new friends and like you just want to be cool in front of those new friends. And that's exactly, that's basically it. But yeah, I just think that was kind of, you know, it's just really interesting to really dive and, and understand. And looking back at it now, you know, different things that I look back on, mm-hmm. I see where things kind of shifted or different things that shifted. For sure, for sure. So let me ask you this. Why did you and your first love essentially not work out or continue? Why did it end? Okay. I think that kind of ties in to the question that I asked you about the lesson. Mm. And I had a lot of expectations for him that... I wanted to surpass myself. Mm. However, it was just like, okay, you need to be at this space so that I can now be at the space that I want to be at. Instead Mm. of like, I'm growing within myself and I don't expect anything from you. So if you're at this space, then that's cool. But if not, then that's cool too. So not having that maturity to even have that conversation candidly and having way too many expectations for somebody outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And, and for a young man, like, that's that's a lot. And that's like, uh-uh, you know? And so with that, looking back at what I was expecting him to do or expecting him to be, all most of the things that I was expecting, I don't even do now. Like, I don't even resonate with it. Wow. So it's just like, clearly, I didn't even know myself to know what I wanted from a man. So I was expecting him and wanting him to be something that I didn't know if I really wanted. And that, I, <laughs> that is definitely something. Wow. It's a tough pill to swallow. And wow. it's something that I had to, I had to come to grips with and understand and that's exactly what I would tell him if we were to speak right now. I would I would apologize for that because like that's not fair. It's not. And it's like I'm I like I didn't know myself. So like how can I <laughs> how can I expect all these things from you? Like like it just doesn't it doesn't work. And I guess the reason why I felt the need to even do that was because so many people expected things from me. Mm. So that was just projection. Mm. So like, and this is me, the healed Gabby, the <laughs> understanding, like my mental, like that's, that's what is, that's coming from. However, in college, I didn't have the words to, to even <laughs> say that. And this was like a two, a two year relationship because first year I met him freshman year and then sophomore year I went to Argentina so I studied abroad and we were still together while I was in Argentina and in uh, in and then he was over here in the states and I broke up with him when I came back 
and he came to see me. Wait, he came to see you in Argentina? No, he came to see me when I came back from Argentina. Oh, oh. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, he came to your graduation. Oh, yeah. High that school. was the first time y'all saw each other? Yeah, first off, that's a big, that's a big, like, not seeing your significant other for a year. Yeah. And then back to a family event. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's just like, like it it was a it was a lot, and I appreciate him for all of that because like he didn't have to do all yeah. that, and he didn't have to ride with me all yeah. that time. Like, and and it was it was still good. Like we were still conversating all that while I was in Argentina. I didn't really feel like oh like tied down or whatever, but at the same time, it's just like I was still searching for myself. I was trying to find me over in Argentina came back and realized I'm right here mm. and and with that like that realization it's like it's like whoa like I see the world differently and I see myself differently and so right now we're we're very far from each other like mm. you like we're just far and that's okay but we're far and that's what I was trying to explain <laughs> to him and I'm not even sure if I use the correct words to really convey that, mm -hmm. but that's that's how I felt. I just felt like, like we yeah we were we were just far, and it wasn't that like there was no love there or there was no romance there or nothing like that. It was just like the longevity, because I like because I I want I do want something that like lasts sturdy deep, like how I think I said it in the matcha meetup previously like love like the ocean mm. you can't pour it out you you mm. can get all the cups but you just can't pour it out because there's still more there's still layers to uncover that's that's really what i want and that's something that you can have with anybody and that's and that's something that i have with the love that i have right now and that and he's going to be my last love you know we always talk about first love but like yo wow last love it hits wow it hits so beautiful yeah it's it's just insane to even think like one i feel like um you know one at the same time don't put anybody's relationship on a pedestal because you don't yeah. know, you know what's going on or whatever the case is but mm -hmm. also i have such admiration for you guys yeah. i mean for sure and to yeah. think where uh, like you know i i saw like i was an outsider looking in mm -hmm. you know, to, to your first love Mm -hmm. to, you know the loves after and then your current love right now yeah and if you were to ask me at you know when you were dating your first love like oh i can see i can see them yeah yeah i really see them like you know years later yeah and it's crazy to think like i i can't even say that now you know because the person you're with i feel like is such a is is but also like it's such a like the it's the person for you. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's understanding that you're not that same person as well, like where you were at. So that's probably why, like you're you were y'all aligned at the time where you were at. But you know who's to say that that shifts and or that you know will change or that doesn't change. Mm -hmm. And then understanding one of the aspects of it where it's not really in your control, like when you're changing. And that person may not change along with you. Yeah. 
you know? So it's kind of finding that baseline, finding that basis because exactly everyone's a wild card. Every, I literally, I use certain things, oh, that can never happen to me. Oh, this and that. I don't even say that anymore. I really don't <laughs> know. Like, whatever happens, like, I can't, I understand that I can't control another person to that level. And especially seeing, like, oh, yeah, I just don't want that to happen. Or I don't, like, Yes. If it happens, then you have to you have to decide what you know. If if whatever happens, yeah, you know, in a relationship, in a marriage, you just have to decide how you're gonna deal with it. Exactly, and that's it. And I feel like I'm still trying to work just on letting things go and not holding on to certain things because I feel like I would, especially at the time, like, or I would. I think before. Mm -hmm. before before my before my second really my second serious relationship yeah um i definitely i would let things go a little too easily mm. so literally i feel like right now the lizzie that you're seeing right now and you know the way the different things that i'm talking about the, <laughs> yeah that i believe i feel like it was the total opposite yeah like i really true truly to be honest i feel like i was you know trying to be like the good child or the good or the good girlfriend whatever the mm. case like mm. thinking that, you know, not trying, not being comfortable with adversity. So different things that would bother me wow. or did something and it would bother me. I wouldn't bring it up. I would literally just sit in my own, you know, oh, that bothers me. But like, it's so, it's so immature, but try to that do like. voice within yes, itself. Yes. Where it's like, oh, I would, I would hope that he noticed that I didn't text him good morning or I, you know, just different things yeah. like. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do that anymore. Like, I'm really not. Like, that's so ridiculous. And I had that realization, um, I feel like, yeah, after my second relationship. I mean, there's a lot of realizations with every relationship. But, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely feel like it's just, I realized how much I wasn't, it's like, I felt like, what's, the, like, he was happening to me. Everything that he did like he he happened to me i had no control over what wow. what he was like i mean i know i have no control over it yeah but at the same time i didn't have any control over myself Felt it. yes exactly where i would just project and be like bro like you know mm -hmm. why are you doing this or why are you doing that or whatever when it's like at the same time you're still there though like you're, you're still there so at some point you have to look in the mirror and realize like okay but you're still there though there's two people in this relationship and you can't continuously say, oh, he's the problem. He's the issue. You don't like the way he's doing this or you don't like whatever the case is, but it's like at the same time, but you're like, you're, you're still there. So yeah, it took me a moment to really, you know, break off that. Cause I feel like a lot of it, I would romanticize our relationship where it didn't need to be romanticized at that point. Um, you know, in our friendship and whatever. And I was letting, you know, certain things that he told me, like, yeah. but that I'm love his life, whatever, all this stuff, which I, you know, I'm not saying like, cause truthfully at the moment, I believe him. Yeah. And I'm not saying he was lying either. Yeah. But it's just like, I just know if I don't, you know, if I feel like something in me wow. is saying, okay, well, you, you, you probably deserve a little, you probably deserve better. You deserve a little bit more. Okay. Okay, let's 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 have this chat and yes, like, the pep talk. Yes, <laughs> yes. Bro, I've been talking myself all the time. I swear. Honestly, it's mandatory. You have to give yourself pep talks, and you have to be able to 
evaluate your choices in different spaces that you're in. Or you'll look for that in other people. You'll look for somebody else to validate you. Yes. Like straight up. If you're not, if you can't literally tell yourself in the mm -hmm. mirror, oh, you look good, you're, you're going to be looking for that. Yeah. Or, like you really got this. Yeah. Like, wow. yeah. Wow. Wow. But yeah, that's, did it. Damn. That really, that re that really, that really. I know it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like that really hit me because it's like so often we'll get lost, like lost in the sauce of the, that relationship with somebody else, and right. trying to be whatever this person wants you to be, or whatever you think that you should be for this person. They might not even demand nothing from you, but you no, put yeah. yourself in that in that in that mode and just like this whole entire conversation it just is showing me that the depth that you know yourself the that relationship with yourself is how deep you can get with someone else mm. and wow it's it's definitely it's, it's how deep yeah yeah like it it's so true and it's like that relationship is really just a mirror of where you're at in life. So it's less about being mad at this person or this person did this to me, this person did that to me. But it was like, like, where was I at though? Mm. And I truly believe that like attracts like. So mm. in any sort of situation, we're speaking about relationships, but in anything, you will always attract someone or something that you resonate with and you're on the same vibe with. Mm. There, there's no, there's no ifs or ands or buts. And just like how you said, like with my first love, it was like, yeah, like you could see that going far, this and that, because that's where we were, we were on the same frequency. But now it's just like I'm on the same frequency with someone else because like my frequency is higher. And so mm. it's just like understanding that all this is a reflection of you. Whatever someone else does to you, it's a reflection of you. And it's just like looking at it like, yo, what should I learn from this? Like, let me not be mad right now. Let, like, let me find the lesson. And that is easier said than done. But once you understand that and always look for the lesson, no matter what someone does, what, and I'm talking about no matter what, like cheating, this, yelling at you, this and that, like, what is the lesson? What is the lesson? And it's just like, okay, if this is a lesson that I need to, to get stronger within myself and move from this space, that's that lesson. But that person had to show you that so that you wow. could believe in yourself, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, um, honestly, it's something about relationships, and even more so, it's something about the end of a relationship that really can propel you in two different ways. It yeah. can propel you up. It can propel you to literally, okay, what do I, what did I learn from this? What what can I take from this? Or it can propel you down. Mm. You get in the sulking and you just get, you know, and I'm not saying don't mourn a relationship because you're mourning a, a connection that you had with somebody, especially if you thought it was genuine. You know what I mean? Like, especially like, yeah, so that's, that's natural. That's normal. But at the same time, understanding that you can't stay just, it's just not staying in that space. Yeah. Not in that space. And to be honest, 
I can say this straight up. The reason why I feel like the connection lasted so long, so much longer than it needed to, is because I never gave myself that space. I never gave myself the, the space to actually be like sad about, okay, this person is not for me or this person is out of my I just like was like, no, I'm gonna block it out. Literally blocked him, blocked it out. But then at the same time, all it would take is one reminder or one this, one that to be right back there. And it's like, I understand that that's like blocking somebody and doing all that stuff. Like it's not help. It's not helpful. It's a bandaid. Yeah. You have to straight up address, mm -hmm. address all of your feelings. Cause that's the only way that you'll be able to understand them. And at the time I didn't understand it. And I, and I know, I know that that's why I know that that's why it, it lasted so much longer. That, wow, thank you for sharing that introspection. Like, yes, because, and, and that's when it's like, when a relationship has transitioned and moved on, and now you're in a new space with yourself, being able to look back and really grab like those lessons and that, and like that piece of knowing like, okay, now that like you, you're not going to repeat that because you're a whole different person. You learned what needed to, to be learned. And mm -hmm. that alone is a very empowering thing. You, you like, you can't stay in that sunken place, that, that, that place of despair, like, and not get, and that's giving way too much power to this other person, mm -hmm. way too much. And so it's wow. just like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely giving giving power to them. And whether they know it or not, like, that doesn't matter. But, like, your mind is still giving power to that and to them, the situation and all that. And so it's just, like, understanding that, wow, wow, that's, that's good. Okay, we have a question in the chat. You want me to read it? Yeah, you can read it. Do y'all believe in fighting for a relationship? Or y'all think if you have to fight, it's not for you then? Good question. Mm, that's a fun. No, I'm gonna, yo, joyful. <laughs> I love your questions. We <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you can answer that first. As you take a sip of your mouth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Do you want me to answer first? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Joyful even said yes. He was like, yes. Too like, long. Lizzie answered first. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I need to think. <laughs> okay. Um, do I believe in fighting for a relationship, or if you have to fight, it's not for you then? Um, to be honest, I fighting fighting in the way you know that is described and then the vocabulary of fighting fighting almost feels like you're trying to force you know where it's almost like you're trying to force something where you know you're thinking think about a puzzle piece or you know a puzzle some of those pieces may look like they fit together and some of them you know on the outside of looking in they may look like they they go together but when you're trying to put them together they're not putting they're not going they're not going like they're not it's just not clicking right and then it's like 
if you keep doing that, you may never find that other puzzle piece that's supposed to go with that piece. I <laughs> that was amazing. So with that being said, um, I feel like at a certain point, at a certain point, if, if you start getting to the point where you feel like things are forced, if you feel like conversation is forced, if you both aren't trying to talk about things, if you're both not trying to discuss things, if you're both in the space of like, cause it's, it's a balance, you know, it's a balance. You may not be the person who's always bringing up, you know, hey, we need to talk about this. And the other person may not be the person who's talking, hey, we need to talk about this. If say if you're the only person trying to solve conflict and, you know, trying to work on the relationship, then no, no. Fight, fight. When I think fighting for a relationship, you're fighting because somebody else is not on the same page as you. That's why you're fighting in the first place. So to be honest, I, I used to, I, I used to think that, you know, you really got to go where, you know, like I said earlier, the amount of time spent with somebody equals, you know, how the quality of the relationship. But at some point, that that's not the case. And honestly, I can honestly say that breaking, if you break up, it's either going to do one of two things, show you, you know, that hey this is a relationship that may come like may come back it may come back around that's not even me saying that don't you know that um people who break up will never come back together that's not what i'm saying but a breakup can can literally either help help the relationship or it just dissipates and and that's that wow. so i think at the point like I think a lot of people think that taking space and, and taking a break or whatever, like, is negative or means that it's the end. But it's like, no, sometimes you need that space. Like, sometimes you need that that separate, okay, let's come back to, you know, let, let's come back to, to understanding why I'm here in the first place. And maybe you'll find that, that love that you had with that person or you just understand that it's just not there anymore. Mm -hmm. So I, that's how I feel. That puzzle piece analogy, Liz, that's that's phenomenal. And that is so true. With a with a question, if if you have to fight and struggle, like how you said, like you have to force something, you have to put so much energy and effort into something and and the relationship's not flowing like a river. Yeah. No. No, it's 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 not worth it because if you think of it, let's get, do another analogy. So with the river, so there's there's a river, there's rocks on the river. So not saying that nothing, there's no, there's not gonna be bumpy rides and and the rapids and all that stuff. However, it's still flowing. We're still moving towards a common goal, still mm. moving towards with that common connection. However, if now there's a dam in the river and things are just stopped up. No one wants to accept, accept the other person, whatever they did or whatever they said or anything like that. There's no apologies. There's no sorries. There's nothing like that. There's no forgiveness. It's like you you put a you put a sauce on there, that that dam there, and it's just like you can't you can't clear clear that up. And so allowing things to just flow, like if it doesn't flow, and that's with anything for me. If it doesn't flow, 
that means it's just not for me. It's just I, I want to also point out the mm -hmm. fact that I'm, I'm going to say this, especially in the, we're talking about first loves. We're talking about like my first, you know, relationships, mm -hmm. my first, yeah, my first few relationships. If y'all yeah. are fighting and one, you're not living together, you're not out here. Like these are aspects that honestly, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't like at the time, like I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, you know, still dependent on my parents, all the stuff like that. Like, you know, not thinking about bills, not thinking about uh, household responsibilities. If you're fighting at that point, if you're fighting at that point and there's really no, there's no issue there, like you're not living together at that point. Yeah. And you're fighting at that point. I swear, if somebody told me that, I it, it would give me some sort of realization. Well, honestly, I had to come to it, you know, by myself, but. Okay, that's true. For myself, but yeah, like I, if you're fighting and you're not, and you're not in the same space, you're not sharing a space, like y'all are fighting about other things, that means that the bigger picture is not aligned. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. So that means it's going to come up in other ways. And by the time you get to living together and stuff like that, then at that point, there's probably just so much resentment or yeah. whatever the case is. And yeah. So honestly, if that's something that, yeah, if, if you, it should be cool. It should be all, it should be roses and. <laughs> yeah, flowing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I love I, that question. That was a beautiful, yes, beautiful question. Great, an great answers. I love the analogy. I love the puzzle. Oh, love it. <laughs> yes. I feel it. I feel you with the river, though. I feel yeah. it. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. it. It should be easy going. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, yeah. I don't think that. I'm going to honestly say this, I don't think that I've experienced that mm. as of yet. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a love mm -hmm. that's easy. Yeah. But, but when yeah. you do, when you do, like, there's, yo, like, that. that's it. That's it. Like, e yeah, once it's easy, yeah, there's no, there's no need to struggle in life. There's no need for that. And honestly, I said, um, Oh, I told my parents this, and they love this quote, or they love what, I don't even know if this is a quote, but essentially I said that your partner is the only family member that you'll ever choose. We so do. choose, I, let's say that, you want me to say it again? I'll say yes. it again. <laughs> <laughs> your partner is the only family member that you will ever choose. You don't choose the family that you're born in. You don't choose your siblings. You don't choose your parents. But your partner is, that's a choice. And it's the only family member that you'll ever choose. So, yeah. And honestly, for anybody, you know, if you're, if you're experiencing, if you're experiencing a first love now, if you're, you know, over like you know getting past your first love if you're getting past another love understanding that one if it's meant to be it will it, be meant to be having trust in that that if if it needs to come back around it'll come back around yeah. if you need to experience it again you'll experience it again maybe for another lesson who knows because <laughs> i mean i'm a testimony to it yeah. maybe for another lesson but also 
don't think that you won't experience another love because you will you will you true you truly will. wow we got cut off so that's okay let me see where lizzie is so i maybe it's my account i really I'm not oh because we, sure. black, right yeah um, yeah we're we gonna figure it out for for the people for the collective yeah i was saying that i was do, <laughs> i was giving the outro on the matcha vita uh, <laughs> i was just saying <laughs> there's more stories to come there's so much more um you know i couldn't give y'all all the the whole story on the first episode okay the whole <laughs> <story>. <laughs> there's, there's more there's more to the story there's a lot more but obviously the more yeah. you get to know us the more you'll understand um you know our timeline our different relationships okay. all of it um you know we'll be talking about honestly i something that we talked about before when we were talking about locker room talk and with um and just how you know how some guys may feel the need to show up for other guys mm -hmm. that, i'm already letting y'all know now that will be a conversation because that <laughs> that there's so much more to go there yeah so we'll be talking about relationships male female interactions all all, all that all that <laughs> all that all of it but yeah yeah Wow, this was a great conversation, a great meetup. I hope you yeah. all learned something from it because I definitely did. Those analogies, mm. they hit. They definitely yeah. hit. So, yeah, yeah, just a broader perspective. I know I'm walking away with one, so. Mm -hmm. For sure. And um, before we let y'all go, we're going to tell you next week's topic. Okay, should I get a little drum roll? <laughs> Next week's topic is going to be being black. Okay? Being black. Yes. Our experience being black. Yes. All of it. It's specific, like, you know. As black in America. Black in America. Yeah. Because th that's, that's where we're at, and that's, you know, our experience currently. But speaking on on that and how it shaped us, how that shaped yeah. our worldview, how it, it shaped all of it. Yeah, it's going to be a good That's going to be a good conversation. There's going to be some history fun facts, too. <laughs> We're coming with this. So. And I'm not mad at it. I'm educated yeah. <laughs> and educated. That, that's right there. Coming to be educated and coming to educate. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That, that's it. That's what the Matcha Meetup is about. Wow. That is... That is. I love that. I love that. Ooh, I'm excited for next week. <laughs> Me too. Mm -hmm. But with, with that, hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. Yes. Peace and love, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful Sunday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's it. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Ha, <laughs>